for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's January 26, 2012, the Thursday evening episode of Attack of the Androids, episode 19. My name's Matt Lee. With us tonight, we got a most excellent cast, Joey Kelly. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. How we doing? We're good. We're good, Derek. Fink and Beaner. What's up, bud? Hey, nice to be here. All right. What's so up, Matt? We're good. We're good. Uh, for Eric's sake, being all the way out in Myanmar, we have to talk with a three-second delay tonight. So if it sounds weird... That's why. Uh, Seth, back again, and his hair. What's up, bud? Good. And again, my hair. Glad to be here. It's sad that we're not doing a video conference tonight because it's it's looking pretty prime tonight. I know. I can hear how good it looks through. I put an extra. I put an extra layer of conditioner on just for the show tonight. That's nice. Is, is that Vidal? <laughs> All right. I, don't, I, I really don't use conditioner. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Jeremy's not here with us, but tonight we have from Handmade of Awesome on Etsy.com and I'm sure all over the internet, special guest Julie, the beanie lady. <laughs> Julie, how's it going? Uh, it's good. How are you? I'm great. If you guys don't know, a while ago we saw, it was quite a while ago actually, we saw this post on Google Plus because that's where all of us uh, Android nerds hang out at. And it, it was a picture of this Android beanie and this guy just looking totally satisfied that he has this new Android beanie. And I was like, whoa, I want that amount of satisfaction in something that I purchase. And so I, I found where it was, and it was this store on this site called Etsy.com, E-T-S-Y, uh, called Handmade of Awesome. And Julie uh, is the one that makes all of these awesome Android beanies you've probably seen floating around on the Google+. Plus. Yep, that's me. That's awesome. Julie, I see you also make the atheist fingerless gloves. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Does that not vibe well with your theologic views? Or I just thought Matt would, I thought Matt would uh, or... get a kick out of me saying that. <laughs> I don't want you... Hey, now, Seth, she's not a witch, okay? Am I going to have any... <laughs> I don't want any problems from you tonight, okay? Matt, I, I was kind of expecting that you would send me these for like a Christmas present next year or something like that, the atheist fingerless gloves. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Salem. Okay. <laughs> I also, I would like uh, just a big Android beanie to put my Transformer Prime in when I store it for the next year waiting for an update that fixes its random reboot problems. Anyway, have you guys... Wait, do, you make, do you make these by hand, or how, how do you make these? Uh, yeah, by hand. No, Seth, it's called Handmade of Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Are they, are they are they crochet? You can tell I'm a. Oh, they are. It says crocheted Android beanie. Okay, <laughs> that that answers my question. Have you ever, Julia? Have you ever had anybody tell you they look like Shrek? Um, no, I haven't. But a lot of people don't know what they are, but they don't say Shrek. I have groups of old ladies here that think it's the greatest Shrek beanie ever. And if I wasn't worried about you getting sued for copyright, I'd say you could uh, you could clean up up here in Montana. <laughs> Android? What? No, that's a great Shrek beanie. Shrek 2? Shrek 3. Okay. But no, these Sounds are... Sounds like they're popular. There's a backlog. 
there is. Um, actually, uh, I only have a couple more to do in my big backlog of orders, but it, it's been like three or four months I've been working on these straight from all the orders. Then you're so all... how long does it take you to do one? About three hours. And then, time. Then you're all, yeah. you're all caught up? Almost. Wow. Tell, tell us how that, how that happened, because you weren't like super busy like the whole time, right? There was a few posts that were made, or how, how did it just all of a sudden blow up like that? Um, a, a, a guy from New Zealand actually saw those atheist fingerless gloves and he was like, wow, do you ever make like uh, Android stuff? And, and I said, uh, no, but I, I bet I could. So I, I made a beanie and like he, he shared the post and it just blew up from there. Just on Google plus, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All of the sales have come from Google plus. He, he posted it on Facebook and everyone's like, when did you get into Shrek? <laughs> <laughs> No, these these are great though. So you were, do you have uh, you have your own site or are you just on that Etsy site? Um, I have my own site, but it basically just links to Etsy. So oh, okay. So, yeah. How how do people find you on there? They just search for uh, "Handmade of Awesome" or I noticed Android beanies. If you just search for that, they'll come up pretty good. Yeah, um, I've noticed in 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 my Etsy stats it, when I look. Uh, Almost every search ends up at my shop with the keyword of Android. So if you just search an Android, you'd probably find them. That's great. And then Google got sad by that and came out with their own. Did you see those? Yeah, I did see those. I did. Did you file a copyright? <laughs> <laughs> patents. I have patents too, guys. I want to play. My lawyers want to play. Nah. This week on Attack of the Lawyers. Goodness. Samsung, <laughs> Apple, right? Microsoft. You know what? I like, and we'll we'll start kind of talking more about Android here. Hey, man, hold on, hold on one second. I see she's got an HTC Android phone. What kind of phone is that, Julie? Um, it's HTC Desire. Oh, okay, very nice. Does it fulfill? So not only you're an actual Android user. This is this is this is great. You're not just oh, an yeah. Android beanie maker. Yeah. Hold on, Seth. Would you have been upset if she had an iPhone? A little bit. Huh. <laughs> okay. That's very turn I, I the think, other... I think I'd be upset if I had an iPhone. Oh, I like her more. <laughs> Ooh, she's talking smack. i got to order another one of these. I'm in love. This is great. <laughs> this is great. All right, so for part two of your geek cred, is that actually your IBM ThinkPad that you are actually using in all of those shots of the fingerless gloves and flowers? Yep. Nice. Is that thing, like, ancient? Yeah, I got it um, refurbished off eBay about three years ago, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, because IBM hasn't actually sold ThinkPads now for about <laughs> six years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you considered upgrading? I have some very affordable machines available. <laughs> I, I'd love to upgrade, but um, you know, I'm, I don't have a lot of money. Next ah. on This Week in Upsales. Maybe you can do a beanie computer trade. <laughs> Some good old bartering. You probably could for what Joey was going to give you. Oh, yeah? Oh! I have an old Alienware here you can, you can just have. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, what I was saying, that I think it's interesting that we see companies that had these patents but never were really doing anything with them like IBM has a whole bunch and now you see these new tech companies trying to buy patents from all these old tech companies so they can defend themselves in the arena or whatever you want to call it and I think out of all the companies I think Microsoft went about it almost the smartest by getting paid money from each sale of everybody else's stuff. So I don't have to do nothing. I'm just going to sit back, and every phone you sell, you just give me five bucks. 
that that I think that's brilliant. That's like the guy that that you know works at a place with a bunch of people and sells them something, uh, and he bases his paycheck off of everybody else's paycheck. Like that. That's also called a pyramid scheme, I think, in some countries. But they keep saying now that I, I don't know the statistics, but I've read it a couple times. You know that uh, Windows Phone is making more money off of Android than they're making off of Windows Phone, or I mean, Microsoft is making more money. Yeah, what does that say? That maybe you should have upped your game on your development, well, or is I mean, that what your it plan? says to me? Is that that's your plan? Well, it says to me that in some sense. They probably are encroaching on their patents, right? I mean, if if they weren't, wouldn't their lawyers be like? I mean, I guess there may be a point where it's a point like you know diminishing returns, right? Where it's like, listen, to fight this is going to cost us five hundred million. We could just pay them three hundred million and get it over with. You know what I mean whether the patents are you know worthy or not? But it does make you maybe think that the patents are infringing if they're paying it. You I mean if they're getting every company to pay it? Oh, well, I guess they're not getting what Amazon or there's a couple that are fighting them. Is it LG that's Well, I don't know. You can almost see that Microsoft's like the, the sad person. Oh, no, no. It's Barnes that... & Noble. They're, fi- they're fighting them. Is it? Barnes & Noble's Nook said they're not going to pay Microsoft, and so mm. they're going to court it. Yeah, and, and Barnes & Noble already got Microsoft to um, relent on like two or three of those patents. So oh, really? it really, really does lend creed to the argument that some of these might just be bogus, and maybe there it, shouldn't have been patents to get and do you mean do you mean that you you think then that people the company is making the decision to say we're just going to cut our losses and pay Microsoft you know X amount of dollars because it's cheaper than fighting it like in the courts that makes sense yeah uh, when, a few years ago there was this uh, big legal fight going on um, between SCO uh, Unix versus the entire Linux community and uh, there was a lot of litigation flying backwards forwards sideways. Um, and it turned into uh, one big fight, basically, who could beat up whose lawyer faster. Um, and unfortunately, it, it it really took up way too much time and way too much energy that could have been used for developing and making the software better. Well, isn't but isn't that the argument that this this stifles innovation? Instead of suing your competition, you should build a better product than your competition. Well, I think so, but I I think. I, I, but there's, I'm there's of two minds on the subject. We have to have patents in order to be able to ensure that someone uh, that does legitimate work gets legitimately compensated for it. But the downside of the of that system is that you do the, the original intent of the of the patent system was to allow people to innovate by licensing the patents, not just using them to beat someone else's company. It was the head. it was basically giving the creator of it a head start. Like a fifty. Correct. This was your idea. You get a head start before everyone else gets to see what they can do with it, and that's okay, fine. But I feel like software iterates way differently, and it's a different time scale. And I don't think fifteen years on the internet. I mean, like, think about that. Fifteen years on the internet. That's I don't know. I, it, they either need to abolish it or come up with a different way for software or technology specifically. Uh, Matt, I think that you're you just made a really good point, which is. Um, the way that our softwares iterate nowadays is much different than what they might have done 40 years ago. So I think the laws probably have to be looked at again to say how long is really a reasonable amount of time to recoup any expense that you put into R&D and then also give you that head start um, against your competition. I think, too, it's kind of a testament to the the whole legislative system as a whole and that the the more uh, civilization evolves the more 
I think you can't just have static laws. You need to have constantly evolving laws to keep up with the evolving people that they're supposed to help make life better. You know, right now, because we fight against these really old laws, it almost seems more restrictive than it's doing any good. I mean, the basics, sure, like murder, you know, that sort of stuff. That stays the same century to century, but... But anyway, uh, back to what we were talking about with litigation and whatnot, uh, one of the things that, that a lot of the Linux distributions came uh, through and did was that they, they said, we will indemnify you as a customer against any future litigation or current litigation from any one of uh, these software patents. In other words, we will our lawyers will fight on, on behalf of the software platform, and we will guarantee that you as a user or as a company – uh, using the software will not uh, get any form of damage from any lawsuits. And that may end up uh, being what we have to do in these Android patents and whatnot because if we may just simply have to have Google say, look, anybody that uses Android, we're just going to go out and fight them and we're going to cover them under a blanket indemnification scheme and there will not be any lawsuits generated uh, to a manufacturer as long as we're around and we're controlling Android. may end up having to be that way. I hate for that, but it may, that may be the best solution. I was saying, I think everyone knows that this is broken. I mean, they're, they're not broken, but there's problems with the patent system. And, um, you know, as, as we are saw with Julie's beanies, right? Now Google's coming out with their own beanie, and she, she should have patented that. <laughs> but can you, can you have patented something that's based off of the logo of something else? That you oh, no, didn't... I'm just, I mean, I'm just using. No, I know. I'm just saying, could you technically? Because, I mean, it, that kind of relates not. to some of the software stuff that it's, it's an overall generic thing, but you have the first guy there patenting it and then forever making life hell for anyone else that wants to make a, a flat square that you touch to interact well, with. You know, the worst problem with that is that, you know, ultimately there are only so many different ways what we're talking about. Depending on, I mean, you know, if it's a keyboard, if it's a swipe to unlock, um, I mean, if it's swipe to unlock, you can swipe in a circle, in a straight line, uh, or in some sort of a circular pattern, and you can start in the top left, top right, uh, lower left, lower right corner. That's pretty much it. Those are your options. So you've only got, what, 16, 20 different combinations? And somebody at some point is going to hit on all 20 of those combinations. And then the next person to come along is going to have to deal with uh, somebody having, quote, unquote, prior art. And the thing is, is that's an engineering problem. There's only so many ways you can do something. And if just because I come up with slide to unlock and someone else comes up with slide to unlock, maybe that's just the best way to do it. And should that be patentable or should that just be something that we just go, okay, well, and we we see this all the time in science in great discoveries that are made on opposite sides of the world, uh, you know, not necessarily at the exact same time. But one guy over here will be like, oh, Eureka. And then, you know, some German will be like, oh, you're, you know, it's it's just ideas. The ideas flow. They, they ebb and flow between humans. And that's duh. There's eight million or billion of us. Like, yeah, we're going to have some of the same ideas. It just depends on how profitable the, those end up being. Uh, what do you guys think? Let's let's kind of focus more on uh, Android itself. We've seen a, a lot of ice cream sandwich devices uh, hoping to get it, some of them coming with it. 
Uh, what do you think about the, the the menu button getting killed off and it, it's getting replaced with the action bar? I've been using this on the Nexus and it, it works good. I kind of frown on apps that aren't taking advantage of it, but older devices that still have actual hardware buttons, like what do they do at that point? Well, Julie, Julie you have a desire, you said, right? Yes, you. Sorry. Okay. What do you do? You like the? What do you think about the uh, lack of menu button? Um, do you use the menu button a lot on the Desire, or have you have you gotten to play with ice cream sandwich at all? I haven't gotten a chance to play with it, but yeah. I really yeah. dislike um, phones not having actual buttons. I don't like touch screens. Mm, okay. I would I would rather have a full keyboard. You know that's interesting because I was the same exact way with my Droid X. That I need, I liked the buttons there, and every time I played with a friend's phone that had the soft buttons, like I, I would always bump them, and and they would get in the way, kind of. Like you need that hardware button that you're actually pressing. But the more I started using this Nexus, this Galaxy Nexus, it it doesn't have any buttons on it except for you know power and volume. But you really get used to it, and you kind of you. It's really nice how they you can turn it, and like the buttons will follow the the system. I I really like that aspect of it because they're not in hardware. They can flow with the system and and move and change, and I think that's good. But I I, I don't know for legacy devices. I don't know how that's going to work moving forward. Is everyone going to be stuck at two three that has you know older older devices like that? It seems like that Google had to make this move in apps, right? I mean, it's they're just trying to get it's they're playing catch up basically. Right? They they're had trying to, to get have all the apps now to move to basically the ice cream sandwich platform. And if Ice Cream Sandwich doesn't have physical buttons, they need to make the apps work for not, you know, not having physical buttons. Well, and not just that. They had to have some sort of unification between their applications. It was getting out of hand. No, exactly. Know? Exactly. And so, I think ICS was the OS to, to make that happen or to at least start right. that process. It, it will be a, right. a, a long process, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I think what Julie said is right. I mean, I, I actually like physical buttons too, but I can see why they're moving away from it. Um, just because the flexibility that comes, like you know, right. Um, my wife's got a Nexus, and I play with it all the time. And um, you know, the, like Matt said, the, the flexibility that comes with like the buttons disappearing when you're watching a YouTube video was pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, because then, then then you get that extra you know core inch of real screen real estate, which makes it appear that much bigger. You know, so it's pre- it's really cool when the buttons disappear. When you're watching a video, like that's a really neat functionality. Or like you said, when they change based on context, you know what I mean? So you're in one thing and they do one thing and then you go to the next program and they change. And um, so, I mean, the software buttons add a lot of functionality. But like Julie said, we are losing kind of this 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 nice click you know, feel and it's then tactile. We miss the tactile, the tactile, and then you don't, and then you don't hit them accidentally, or it's harder to hit accidentally. And so, but now is and this, I guess it's a trade off, but probably one that's probably worth making. I would think. Is it the yeah. next step in in visual UI evolution? Is that you know we start to move towards now, Julie? Do you not like touchscreen keyboards, or is it just the the home home menu search buttons, or do you not do you need an actual hardware keyboard? I, I, I think it's just the keyboard because I've noticed I make way more mistakes um, with with touch uh, touch screen than I would have with um, you know the the full keyboard. I, li- I like the to I, I like sliding the keyboard out, you know, and and, yeah. and text on it, and I, it it's not as satisfying with a touch screen phone. No, I know a lot of my family likes the keyboards too, um, which is why I like. I mean, which is another great thing about Android, right? Is that they have all these manufacturers, and everyone can have kind of what they want. Like, well, I don't. Almost... Four is about to come out, right? And does... that looks like there's another iteration on a keyboard 
with LTE and a nice processor in it. And you know, Microsoft, Motorola sort of can Motorola sort of continuing to invest in that area, and the keyboards keep getting better, and the phones get better, and so yeah, the uh, the whole Droid line, the original like Droid, the Droid yeah. two, the, those they've always kept that keyboard, but. I kind of wonder too. Does it does it make a difference what you came from, like what kind of device you were using before? Because I was using one with a keyboard too, and I really hated the touch keyboard until I forced myself to kind of get used to it. And now, I don't know. Now I kind of talk to it more than anything to transcribe. But like I'll, you know, typing on a hardware keyboard now seems weird unless it's my laptop. So I, I think it it might make a big difference on how we were raised, kind of environmentally, what we were you know raised around. If there was that sort of tactile feedback or not, yeah, yeah maybe it, it, it probably does make a difference. I mean, I didn't even have a cell phone until I was, I don't know, in my twenties. So it, it's 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 probably just me being old and not not be, being resistant to change. <laughs> <laughs> was Eric going to say something? He you was know, one thing that I found interesting about. Up. The um, the article was how they're saying it's not just it's not just getting rid of um, like the menu uh, the menu button per se but you know like in ice cream sandwich I have those three dots that are supposed to like be the soft button equivalent to uh, the menu button even migrating away from that and going to this action bar um, that you know basically just has all the icons laid out in like a row or a column somewhere on the screen. So they're, it looks like they're proposing like just even changing how you give users options uh, in applications, which is really interesting. Again, just the next step of, of UI design evolution. Is it a step forward or is it a step backward? I mean, the, the, the software keyboard is fine um, until – and software buttons are fine until the operating system crashes – and you have nothing to you know that get was back. that was my big excuse for needing needing hardware buttons but really if you hit those soft buttons enough times it does the same thing the hardware buttons do like i've never i've seen them disappear but i think they were supposed to i i don't know in that case it was kind of odd but ever since like they it's that part of it i don't know they don't crash it's it's weird well for instance on my nook here that i'm messing with as as we're talking <laughs> exhibit uh, a your honor it's a no yeah it <laughs> it has all software buttons with one exception and that would be the nook button or the home button as it's been rooted with cyanogen mod and <laughs> the nook button. i have to admit it they work well and i haven't had any problems with them yet uh but the first time i do i'm gonna be like this stupid software game mod have you ever read The Secret, Joey? The Secret? Just saying, whenever you expect wrong things to happen, you're creating these wrong things. I also want to say that the book The Secret's told BS, but just saying. <laughs> way, to, way to defend your point. I um, love how we, we work The Secret into this. So, what happens if those actions can't fit on the action bar itself? Ah, you need a bigger phone. Users will see the overflow button. Ah, that's that's handy, right? Because we have lots of options sometimes. Sometimes our options are infinite and endless. Is that the buffer overflow show <laughs> button? <laughs> Maybe. Did you get a deal with them? And that would be huge. Maybe I should have. <laughs> Maybe. 
So, well, it, it'll be interesting to see, like, what the next few iterations of this are, like, which kind of way they take it. Is it going to go holographic, or is it just going to go thought, or is it going to continue towards the, the verbal? We saw some Motorola Razor build leaks, so everybody that was roaming and rooting was pretty excited for that. Did any, Which one of you guys got a Razor? I thought one of you guys did. Am I thinking something else? I was defending the razor. In his heart, Seth got a razor. (laughs) (laughs) In his heart, as he defends it. I just think it's an okay phone. I like the Nexus better, but I don't think it's a terrible phone. I like the the razor hardware better, but I hate Moto Blur so bad that I I like the Nexus better. But if I could have ICS without Blur on that hardware, that'd be where it's at. I think the screen is so nice in the Nexus, Matt. It's so nice. I know. I have one. It's nice until it gets all scratched up. It's weak. And I'm so gentle. I'm OCD gentle. My pockets must be rough because it scratches. Maybe it's my beard when I hold it up to my phone, my face. I don't know. You haven't noticed that? Seth? Scratches? Scratches on it, yeah. Is it just, no, no, I have... <laughs> Does a, your girlfriend's beard it, yeah. scratch it? I mean... Uh, no, he, his know. hair is so gentle. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I should have been Vidal Sassooning like soft, my silky unicorn hair. <laughs> if I send you my Nexus, will you wipe it off with your hair? Oh uh, no! But I've noticed, like it. I don't know. This is the second one I've had. It's not as bad as the first one, but. Like I said, my my wife uses it way more than I do. I mean, she carries it on every day. I don't. It's not my phone. Did you but put a there's screen? No, there's no scratches on it. Yet. Did you and put? She, a, I mean, she she brings it to work every day. She's a doctor. She. I mean, so she's in her pocket every day, is clicking around in there. But it's no scratches yet. Did you just name drop that your girlfriend's a doctor? No, no. I'm saying that she's <laughs> like know. she's clinking around all the time. I know. I'm just messing with you. Did, did she put a screen protector on it? No, we don't have anything on it. She doesn't have a case on it. Me neither. That's so weird. I wonder if I just got a couple that were. I don't know what that would be like. How much different the screen could be, but yeah, I don't know either. Just for maybe, my... I I really don't know, Matt. But no, there's no scratches on it yet. But the, the I did on, notice on the screen. On the screen, the case has some scuff on it. I mean, just because it's just using it, but the yeah. screen's fine. They are beautiful though. Like the the actual when you turn them on full brightness. If you when you're watching just a video like an HD video of YouTube, it's just pretty. I mean, even on like the four, you know the four G, it's just beautiful. You know what I mean, the screen, the buttons disappear and it kicks out to the full width. And I don't know, I, I'm always impressed with that. So it's smooth, right? Yeah, it's really nice. And then you look at something like BlackBerry, and you're just like, how did <laughs> how? Huh. Oh, but they got a new. Oh no, no, that was yeah. Rim got a new CEO now. So huh. I heard that yeah. they have a new yeah, OS coming out soon, don't they? Yeah, BBX10. So. It, it's going to be like Windows 98 was. <laughs> so, hey, what do you know about this S3? Is that Should I take this back and get that or what? No, no, no. It's not coming out for a while. I, I just thought it would be worth talking. I mean, we, haven't, we don't always talk about... We've been talking about phones tonight a lot, but sometimes we hardly talk about phones. <laughs> it's because everybody's getting sued. I mean, how can you talk no, about phones when everyone's getting sued? I just thought, you know, like, you know, the S3 is... The Galaxy S3 is sort of the next... Super phone that's on the horizon. I think they were talking about coming out at Mobile World Congress, but uh, which is in February. But now the rumors are saying 
It's not going to happen. For the last two years, they've been releasing their new phone. Samsung has it, Mobile World Congress. Mobile World Congress. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and um, But now there's rumors saying that they're not going to release it there because they want to release it. Step in the step back. For the Galaxy S2, there was a, it got released in Europe maybe in like March or April. And what, the Galaxy S2 didn't hear, hit here until October? So there was this, you know, six to eight month lag where the U.S. was behind and people got really upset. Well, so it was, we're hearing, it, we're hearing now that they're pushing it back, so there's not as big of a lag between the Europe and here, and that all, and that the good press they generate when they release it is going to carry over to the U.S. market, and then it'll hit, and then they'll start selling them, you know, in U.S. and Europe with the big marketing push. Well, isn't rather that than how spraying it out for eight months like they did this time? Isn't that how you want to do it? Because they kind of did that with the Galaxy Nexus too, where the U.K. people got it. Before, way before we did here, and well, I, but the Galaxy Nexus was like two weeks or three weeks or maybe a month at the most. Yeah, I don't here know. It, was like, it, it wasn't like, that long, was it? Seemed like it. Maybe it's just because every week we were like, "So is it out yet?" Yeah, I don't know, but, but that, I'm waiting I think to that's get more. What it was. <laughs> the Galaxy S2 was actually like six to eight months. I think it was March to October wow. or November or something like that. So isn't that how, as a, a manufacturer of of such, that you should you want that? It's like the wave effect, right? You want it. When these people are hyped, you want that hype to carry across the internet to these people yeah, here. Exactly. But if they can't get it before that hype wears off, pretty soon you're like, oh, yeah, that thing, cool, whatever. And, and people get, you know, really, I think part of this too, people actually get angry. They right? get like, angry. I, I felt myself get angry when, like, for like six months, Europe had this amazing phone that U.S. didn't have. And it was like, this is so stupid. Why is this going on? Like, it actually creates some bad feeling towards Samsung and the carriers and everybody. It's weird, right? They just need to not have that happen so that there's no reason. I mean, why would a company need any sort of anger directed at them? You know what started it? I think it started back when it was one of the Xbox. I think it was the original Xbox came out. And there was, like, this massive line. And these kids went in and got them and then took them home and filmed themselves breaking them. (laughs) <laughs> and they put that on the internet, and like people were pissed, dude. They were like, "We stood in line all day and all night, and we couldn't get one, and you just went and destroyed a perfectly good." It was so. But I think that kind of, I think it's that because the people like they're like, "Ooh, I got mine. I'm gonna go film myself opening it," and then they put it online, and people are like, "Oh, where's mine?" And they're like, "You can't have yours." So let, let me say this last thing about this Galaxy S3. There, the rumors are it's gonna have a. Was it 15 megapixel camera? I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was either 12 or 15. Like oh, a that's quad just core, insanity. A quad core 1.5, a quad core 1.5 gigahertz processor. Um, you know, HD screen. It's supposed to be pretty sweet. Which those specs all make sense because it's been a year since the Galaxy S2 came out, and the specs on the Galaxy Nexus are basically just a little bit bumped up Galaxy S2. So they basically had a year to develop this hardware. Um, since, but then you know, they the go, then they go quad core just like that. I think it's going to be quad core. I mean, that's the rumor. I think the Galaxy S three has to be quad. Did core. they? Uh, did they come up with some sort of amazing battery innovation that nobody else has heard of? Well, you know, I don't know what quad core is going to be. It might, hopefully, it's the Exynos because the Exynos always has a great video processor behind it. Right. But you know, we know that the Tegra, right? The Tegra three is that what it's called? Yeah, and the Prime. Um, yeah, right. You know, they've got that fourth companion core, which is supposed to... Or is it fifth? Is that the fifth core? I think yeah, that's the fifth companion there's, core. It's quad core, and then there's a fifth companion fifth companion core, right. And that's a big battery saver. If so your I don't Prime think, is I don't working. think that the um, 
number of cores necessarily means worse battery life. I actually think in some ways it makes makes better no, but means better battery when life. you when you add quad core on top of bigger screen on top of better resolution, all of those things do add up, and there hasn't been a significant breakthrough in battery life. So either they have to just keep making bigger and bigger batteries that are just weighing down these super ultra yeah. thin and light devices well, or they need to slow down okay quad core that's probably good for a minute right now maybe direct some of those profits you made off of our hard work uh, into designing a better battery well I, I, I let's keep the let's keep the chip out because i don't i don't know if i agree that a quad core has to eat more battery than a dual core it'll mean it'll eat more battery if it's going full bore i agree with that but but they don't usage, they i'm not sure it has to use more but the screen yes and the LTE, yes, right? The radio, yes, will use more battery. And I agree, you know, there was a piece, I don't know where it was, but it was like all the phone companies, like the, the new move of 2012 for Android phones is like they're all promising better battery life. They're promising fewer. This is the other, really, this is the other news the last couple of days is that HTC and Motorola have both promised to release fewer phones, right? Because there's been way too many. Everyone agrees with that. That's um, just because they're running out of dumb names. <laughs> Yeah, right. No, but really, how many phones do we need? I mean, no, I you know, agree. I fully. You need two. two maybe you need, two good phones a year from a company would be the most we would need. Well, maybe you have one to cover. Would be better. You have to cover your markets, though. You need one for the people that want a keyboard. You have to break it down into categories. You have the keyboard yeah. and the keyboard yeah. list, if that's how you want to go about it, or whatever. And then, and then a high end and a low end, maybe or something. Right? Sure. Or yeah, like a, a burner phone and for the low end, and then yeah, that uh, why like a free phone, a hundred dollar phone, but like flooding the market. I mean, I, I'm sure. Google Google and Android appreciate getting to count seven hundred thousand activations a day yeah, because you're flooding. Things come out on, on Motorola in the last, you know, three months. We had the um, oh, what was what was what was the Motorola phone before the neck before the razor? The the, uh, uh, the photon. No, the no, no. I'm talking on Verizon. Just Verizon. The Bionic. Oh, the just. Bionic. Yeah, right. We had the we've had, so just on Verizon, we've had like the. Droid 3 came out not too long ago. The Droid 4 is going to drop in like a month. Right. The Bionic, the Nexus, the Nexus Max. Don't they know you we're know. all broke and in two-year contracts? Do they count on just getting new subscribers? Or what are they – how are I they think, justifying that much well, market flood? But that's what I'm saying is they're not, right? They've all just come out now saying they're going to start Oh, uh, they're like our, our fault. See that landfill back there? Yeah, that's right. our fault. Sorry, guys. Well – it's just, I think it's actually probably more of a marketing thing than an well, environmental sure. thing. But it's We're like they green. just realize that if they market one phone, like Samsung has done, right? You know how Samsung has been super successful with their Galaxy line of phone because they've released one a year. They've been built all the different variants basically on one style. I mean, there have been some minor variations between the AT&T and Sprint and Verizon, you know. But basically it's one, although the Nexus is different, but the other ones are basically the same. Um and they've been really successful, right? With, well, it's a Galaxy S line phone. And now I think Motorola and other companies are trying to move to that because they realize that's been so successful. Speaking of phones, apparently the Nokia Lumia 900, which is going to be running Windows phone, is uh, slated to cost $100 when paired with a two-year AT&T uh, contract. So when, when what did, does that tell us about the justification of the lower end of the market? Well, you don't have to have you don't have to you don't have to make a bunch of money on your handsets when all the Android handsets <clears throat> are paying you five bucks a pop. Well, yeah, good point. And you're trying but, to save Nokia's life. 
No? Yeah, the Lumia, if you look at the hardware, the hardware is all, you know, two years old, basically. I mean, it's a new, it's a brand new phone, but everything in it is, okay, let's not say two years, a year and a half old. The chip in it's pretty old. The screen is really nice, but it's getting to be old technology. I think it's, um, uh, I, don't, I don't remember, but it's it's, the, it's a, the resolution is low compared to the new phones, right? It's not, um, I forget. It's not a plus, and it's certainly not 720p, but it's even the one, it's VGA or something. Not VGA, but anyways. Um, so it's got a low, pretty low resolution screen. It's basically old tech. So they can sell it for 100 bucks and still make money. Based, based yeah. on the parts. Okay, yeah, so it's a 3.7 inch display. No, I'm sorry. It's a um, wrong one. I was looking the wrong one. 4.3 inch <laughs> AMOLED display, and... Yeah, but it has LTP, LTE support and an 8-megapixel camera with a Carl Zeiss lens. Yeah, um, Nokia has nice cameras, usually. Yeah. So does Sony. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, this is, I mean, Windows Phone is a very competitive system, right? And this is a pretty decent phone. I mean, and the very thing about Windows Phone is you don't need big hardware for it, right? It, Which it is funny so because you used to. Went back when it was like Windows Mobile. Yeah, but they've they've really they're it's basically come I think they're the leanest. They're one of the leanest. They're I think they probably are the leanest running phone, right? They they can run the best on the lowest specs. <laughs> well, isn't uh, that how you want to do it? You want to be able to run as fast as you can on the least amount of hardware, just so you can keep your costs down. You still uh, need to come out. There's with, definitely benefits to that. Yeah, it's or the maybe, apps. Maybe they it's, can't do as much as Android, though, right? I mean, well, it, maybe, depends I mean, it depends how, what you want. It but. depends how much you control your apps and your your atmosphere, if you want to call it that. <laughs> if you can say the standard is this amount of you know process, this amount of RAM, whatever, and and they abide by that, I think you can. But it, I don't know. There, there's going to be certain restrictions when it comes to you know gaming namely and probably watching video well, and stuff i mean the, the thing is is windows phone is a totally different ecosystem right like apple i mean is they, they it's like the it's the mix between android and apple right like they right all their phones have the same specs basically i mean there's a little bit of variations in it but they all basically have the same chip in it you know there's always like a there's like um you know waves of phones coming in right so There'll be one wave of phones with all the same chip in it, basically the same specs. And then six months later, there'll be another wave of phones with the same specs. You know, So there's not that much variation, but they all work well. And it's like, I mean, Windows Phone's a good platform, and I'm glad it is. I'm glad there's you know, competition, and I'm glad that they're spending, they're spending tons of money for, to pay developers to develop for it. They're just pumping money into it because they know that they need to be competitive. And they are. They're competitive. They're not, they're not competitive in the market share, but the product is competitive. So the question is, is, does that become – let's assume that Android is going to be the dominant OS in terms of numbers because of the tremendous head start. And let's assume that the iOS uh, Apple devices are going to take the high end of the market for the people that have way too much money to spend on a phone. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, <laughs> editorializing. Uh, where does Windows uh, Phone enter into that? Do, do they go for the middle? Do they go for the low end? What do you think? Well, they they are going for all, right? I mean, they're. I know Nokia particularly is wanting to hit all markets, right? So they're trying to compete. It's the every- buzz. It's it's the easy one, right? It's the one that, much like Apple, it just works. Much like Android, it's cheap. Wait, that came out. Hold on, <laughs> that you know uh, what I mean, right? That that's. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think I don't know if I necessarily want to think one one 
manufacturer OS is going after a certain part of the market because they're all, to me they're all going after all parts of the market. Well, I mean, Apple always has the second generation phone for ninety nine dollars, right? So the iPhone four, I think, is ninety nine bucks, isn't it? I think it is. And they're selling more. You know, the new the recent results are they more they sold more this quarter than they've ever sold before, right? So even with the iPhone four S out, they sold more iPhone four than they've ever sold. You know, in the history of iPhone four, and so it's like. Um, they're succeeding on the lower end of $99, which is, I mean, that's not the lowest end, but that's lower. <laughs> it's not $300 like the Nexus is, um, or was. I guess there's, it's getting cheaper now, but. Uh, right. And, and so, and, but they have low end phones that are free, right? There's lots of, and Android has lots of free phones. And I think basically the only phone that doesn't is Apple. They don't have a, they don't have a free phone. Um, do you think they ever phone. will, or that's, that's no, not their style? Not that's not, style. that's not I mean, their steez. Doesn't seem like it's their style, right? They, yeah. I mean, they'll have two. They'll have two models. They'll have the, you know, they'll have the current one and the one that's nine nine dollars. I mean, in the near in the foreseeable future, in my opinion. Um, but they are all going after all. I mean, I mean, so Android can reach some markets that, like, certainly Apple can't. So, like, I don't know what's on the underdeveloped world or something like that, right? So they can put Android on super cheap phones. Yeah, it's going to be the the computer for a dollar thing, right? Yeah, right. So they can put Android on super good. cheap phones, and you know, so they have market share there that um, Apple can't reach. But I don't know if Apple even really wants that market. I don't think they, so. They can't make enough money on that, so it's not worth their time for them. So, um, but to me, they're all they're all competing on all the markets, and it's just a matter of you know what operating system you want. You can what? get you can get an a- Windows phone, an Apple phone, and an Android phone at any level, except the really low end. You can't get Apple, but basically, and so now it's just a matter of. You know what sort of person are you? <laughs> you know, are you an Apple person? What works for you? And what in, in what in your specific application works? If you've yeah. got all Apple PCs, it makes probably more sense to have an iPhone. If you're uh, running a Linux shop like me, um, it makes more sense to have an Android device. And if you run Windows, I'm sorry for you, but uh, <clears throat> uh, you might want to look at the Windows phone. Hey, I just well, want to say certainly with hold with on, Windows hold on, 8, hold on, hold on, hold on. To do more, but hold go ahead, Matt. I, I just want to say for the record, Joey, that these Windows here have crashed your Linux there multiple times. So don't talk to me about unstab- instability. Um, actually, um. I, I have to admit the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. The Skype conversations are mm-hmm. done on a Windows box. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, okay. so your Windows is crashing my Windows! In your Windows shop, or where is a different shop there? Or? I have one machine, uh, to be fair to, uh, that run Windows that are mine. Everything else in the house is Linux. Okay. Uh, except my girlfriend's PC. Of course. that's hers. Good. But uh, right. speaking while we're on the philosophical judgment uh, oh, things, and I'd love to hear what Eric thinks about this one. Um, hit today another thing that I just found and I haven't put in the doc yet. Four signs that WebOS is on the right track. This is by Catherine Noyes from PC World. And uh, if I might summarize, uh, her opinion is that WebOS is going forward in a uh, in a good direction, and she's focusing on four different points. They've got a plan for when they're going to release everything. Uh, they're focusing very early on apps and trying to attract developers. 
They're using a uh, Linux kernel, which uh, will be ultimately open source. Rather than using a Windows kernel, the intent uh, be, being there, I believe, that it would be cross-platform, not just on phones, but on pretty much everything. Uh, and they're running under the Apache license, which uh, allows for derivative works. Um, and this, I, I said it before, and I'll say it again, I think that this could be the... Uh, the only open source competitor to Android that actually has any teeth. Check this uh, out. In in the marketplace, it's way too little, way too late. What this is going to be good for is people that build their own drones. Drones. Yep. To control it, the, you need a good, solid... Because WebOS is solid. You're not going to attract the developers. You're not... Or for apps. You're not going to attract that, that mainstream market at this point. I, I don't think... I think it's over. But... If you have an an option, an open source option for a solid OS that can control your drones that you're building, I think that's what it's perfect for. Hmm. All right. Any thoughts think on that one, it. Julie? Just saying. Uh, no, I don't have any thoughts on that. Thanks. Do you have any drones? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I want a drone. Is there any chance that an Android beanie will attempt to take over the world? <laughs> In um, a drone. I don't think so, but I can't see the future. Does the good Android... answer? Awesome. What what's it good for, Eric? Tell me. If not drones. And Eric dropped. Oh, Seth. If not good for drones, then tell me. <laughs> We're talking about HP Web OS. They're open sourcing it, right? Uh. I don't know why you would choose WebOS over Android, especially For with drones. I don't want Android yeah. running on my drone because it might force close. Okay, that's. Yeah. I, I really, I really don't see. I mean, maybe it's more open than Android, but I, I don't see how it could be. I mean, Android has you know millions of dollars being pumped into its development every year, or billions maybe by Google. Who knows how much they're putting into it? And you know, WebOS now is. It's going to uh, be maybe, the hobbyist choice, right? It's going to be the choice for people that want to tinker. Except no one's going to. Except why don't you just tinker with CyanogenMod or something like because that? Because you you, know I mean? you don't want that on a flying thing. <laughs> like that's just asking <laughs> for problems. Seriously, no. There's right, a well, huge. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not I, I even mean, joking. I'm glad they you did guys it, are mocking. I, I actually have the you know the touchpad, and I like WebOS sometimes. If the apps are better, it would be nice. But um, yeah. Okay. I don't know what I would use it for. The tablet, the Android tablet sphere is getting some some decent market share now. You can probably thank Amazon for that selling, you know, the the $200. Can you even consider that? I mean, it is Android, but it's I don't know. That, that it almost seems like they need a, another category for uh, the forks of it that aren't going to be adding anything back into the main public fork, you know? I, I almost think, because it almost doesn't count at that point, right? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, it, it, realistically, the the chances of any manufacturer on a sub $500 device, and I'm just picking the number out of the air here, um, actually bothering to have developers in-house and contributing back to the, to the source tree is kind of low anyway. I mean, you know, you're not going to have your, your low-end Korean... Uh, uh, $99 tablet, they aren't going to have a whole uh, crew of developers working on kernel updates. They're going to take 
whatever they can get for the Android OS out there on the open source thing, uh, on the open source repositories. They're going to build it. They're going to make it work. They're going to tweak it uh, if they have to to get it to work with their hardware, and they're going to ship it. Um, so I think it's really the bigger players, the the uh, maybe not HP, but the Samsung and the Motorola's and whatnot that that are producing higher end devices that will have the margin that will actually push forward on developing to make the software better. Um, maybe I'm crazy. What do you guys think? Yeah, you're crazy. I, I stand by Thanks my your support. T- I stand by my too little, too late, Seth. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going to happen. Seth, could you ask your hair what it thinks? It loves the touchpad. <laughs> awesome. So, it says, yeah, I don't know what it says. <laughs> Seth, you've, you've made Seth speechless. <laughs> what do you think about this Amazon selling the Galaxy Nexus for uh, under 100 bucks to new customers? I think customers? it's only for new customers, though, right? Right. If, but know. as an existing customer, like, does that burn you at all? I don't know. No. I mean, I understand what they're doing. So. Well, right, but... Do existing customers get anything? We barely get the speeds that were promised. Like, do we get anything for being yeah, a good loyal? Yeah, companies do this, right? Like, the cable company offers you, for the first year, you get it for twenty ninety nine or whatever. And, you know I mean? That's sort of just a standard marketing technique. Yeah, I, I know. I, mean, I almost feel like, though, dropping the price $300 is kind of like a little F you to the people that well, were... Well, 200 bucks, right? Because it's going from 299 to 99 I think. Well, right, yeah, okay. But still, but, I... Um, between that and them selling a car dock that's not a car dock, like I, I don't know. That whole situation was really aggravating to deal with. Yeah, that was annoying. Have you gotten a real car dock yet? No, <laughs> me no, neither. I, I got. I went to eBay and bought like this universal little spring operated three dollar three ninety nine thing that has worked great. I mean, you have to plug it in normally, like. With but the do, it doesn't plug. have the three pin, right, to kick it into car mode. No, 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 no not at all. Oh, this okay. is like a little. I mean, this is. It's you know, not sure it's lead paint, and I'm sure it's causing cancer. But you're, you're not three ninety nine, then it works great. Yeah, because <laughs> the other one was like seventy dollars. They charged the same price, but it was just plastic. There was no hardware in it, like the real car dock. Like that thing was expensive. Yeah, for just a holder. But like, I don't know. Did you look at the GSM version ones? Because some kids were measuring it and saying that it's like just a tiny bit off that the pins don't line up. So it's almost you can't use that one either. No, I didn't care enough. Oh, I just got okay. what was cheap. I drive for a <laughs> living. Like I, I'm following this on all the forums. Like, is it out yet? Is it out? Like, I really want it. You know, I'm still carrying around my Droid X because that car dock works. I'm looking. The only thing I'm looking for is a case for the Galaxy Nexus that fits. The regular and then the extended battery because I did buy the extended battery. It was on sale for half price. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, we got those so you know right now I can't find any cases that do well both of them. I that do you know that that because it's such a minor like the extended battery. You think oh it's this huge bump. It's not. It's just a teeny like I mean I'm talking like a millimeter bigger. Yeah. Uh, on the back and but yeah it's just enough that the cases don't fit. So if they could find something with maybe just a, maybe just like a teeny bit of foam or something or I don't know that allow both of them to work. I'm just waiting for a case to come out like that and then I'll buy it. Good so. luck. Got it. <laughs> you need to buy two cases. Yeah, right. Exactly. On. Well, is it's almost like the the Motorola coming out with the the Razer Max. You know, it it's got the bigger battery built in because the you know on the like you know on the Razer you can't remove the battery. Like, do, shouldn't the yeah. device? If I bought the original Razer, 
You this mean, is the problem with what you know, Motorola. They said they're stopping this now, but this is one of the problems, right? You buy the original Razor. Well, look at this. So does you that make Bionic. you mad? But the two hundred dollars doesn't. Yeah, no, but 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 that's just a marketing technique. This is just stupidity in manufacturing, right? I mean, you build the yeah. Droid Bionic, and then like two months later, you get this super slick, you know, super thin thing that's basically the Droid Bionic, but just in a much cooler packaging, right? And then so that makes you mad about the Bionic. And if you buy the Razer, then two months later they came out with another phone that has like you know this that's the exact same thing but with much better battery life. And so it's like they're just making their customers angry every two months. Well, didn't didn't Asus do that with the Prime and then the new Prime they announced like three weeks later at CES, which was the same Prime with a better backing that didn't kill your GPS and Wi-Fi signal and a when better. When is that coming ca- out though? Do we do we know when that's coming out? Months, months. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of stuff they announced at CES isn't going to come out for a while. I mean, I have no idea what the. Prime it just is. seems like the same thing that you know. Yeah, but if you announce it, it's different than if it actually comes out. I mean, you can announce something and it won't come out for six months, and that's not a big deal. You know what I mean, but well, we saw that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh well. All right. Uh, at picks. For those of us still clinging on, so Julie, internet. Julie, do you have an app pick? Do you, do you have an app that you love? You know, I totally forgot to ask her. Do you, <laughs> she on? So? Give us, yeah, give us yeah, an yeah, app. I'm here. I'm here. Here, why a- don't we do? Why don't we let her go last? So, what we usually do at the end of the show is we all pick like an app that we use, you know, as much as we can, and then if we like it or not. So, if you have if you have an app you like, you can go last and tell us why you like it. But um, do you want to go first, Matt, or? Sure. I, I was just kind of, in general, since I, I've got the Prime here, um, if you can find tablet versions of your apps, like, that's the version you want. I guess just more specifically, uh, BeyondPod, you know, we love BeyondPod for our podcast players. It works great on the tablet, but they have a tablet version that takes advantage of the bigger screen. So it's not the same app as on your phone. It's like a totally new app the way they show you things. I, I think that's really cool. And I think there is a need, unless you can program in your one app to where it can, say, use UI 1 for tablet or UI 2 for mobile and still make it a decent file size, I, I think you're, you're going to need uh, two apps. The, the other one I was thinking of is the, the keyboard I use. It, it's AI Keyboard. They have one speci- specifically for the tablet that'll split but, It'll split the thing in the middle so you, you Matt, can Matt, isn't type. the... Isn't the point of Ice Cream Sandwich so that there's not two apps? But how can you use, how can you lay out something with big, beautiful pictures and make it look good on a phone still? That's, unless you can make your app do that. I don't, I don't know that you can. To be those, uh, what are those called? I don't know. You almost have to look at what BeyondPod looks like on the phone and then what BeyondPod tablet Mm -hmm. looks like on the tablet. Like, it's a totally different experience, which is. I know, and what you're saying makes sense. I'm just, I know Google had set up. Those different layers. I can, do, you, do you remember what they're called? Does anyone? Does, I don't think Eric would remember, but he's not here anymore, is he? No. Um, Dengue uh, fever. Uh, the columns or something. You know, what I mean, it's like it's those columns. So it's like yeah, the you know, resizable. If you're, on, if, you're, if you're on a, if you're on a, if you're on a tablet, then like it expands. You know, what I mean, if, if you're on a phone, it just shows you one column or something like Wasn't that. Wasn't that the you action know? bar? No, no, no. There's actually a name for this. Oh, it was, they've done it. They did it about six months ago, where they started developing. App. They they started developing a framework for apps that work um, on tablets a certain way, and then the same app works on phones by showing you just like one of the columns rather than all three of them or something like that. You know, um, and there's, the column is not the right name. I forget the name of it. But anyways, uh, it's interesting. I wonder where they'll go with that if they start developing apps just for tablets, 
or if they'll try to use the you know the thing the app that Google has set up. Yeah, because I don't I don't know enough up. about it if how much it it increases your app size the for the APK itself if you're yeah I don't know. If you have to incorporate, you know, extra, all, it depends how many extra elements you need and all that when when you're putting it together. But pretty yeah. pretty interesting. It, it just, I guess, what what it was is that blew me away how big of a difference there was. Because at first, I didn't even know there was a different version of it for the tablet. And then when I found it, I started like searching and putting the word tablet after it. And you're, you'd be surprised. There's there's not a terrible amount, but there's quite a few out there. And it's it is it's a whole new experience than what you're used to getting just a bigger phone layout on the tablet. It's like it was designed with this screen real estate in mind, and I I, th- I thank them for that. That's I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So, Joey, you want to go next? Sure. Um, complete and total cop out. Um, it's an almost it's a shoe in. Angry Birds, loving it. You know um, what? I hate that game. I'm okay <laughs> with saying that. I hate that game. You know, I, I gotta say, it, it's it's not holding my attention like Monopoly does because <laughs> uh, I'm still oh playing God. that. Because there's no I dice. I am beating the nook consistently at Monopoly. That a boy. That a boy. But um, Angry Birds has definitely got me intrigued. Um, and I, I got to say, one of my customers was trying it on a laptop, and that's what kind of got me going on on it on the tablet. And I definitely think it works better with a touchscreen. There's no question of it. Um, but um, that that's what I'm holding on to this week. Um, I got to try a couple more apps um, out in the next week, so I'll have something for next week's show. Fantastic. I, I like Amy Birds too, but. <laughs> that's funny. That's our app pick of the week. Did, uh, didn't they come out with a new Angry Birds? I think they just came out with something. Season. Like, no, no, I'm still using the something. free one. It's the Dragon yeah. Month of the Dragon or Year of the Dragon or whatever. Yeah, yeah they came out with something. Brand See, new I'm I'm all right with ago. that one. It's the original one, just because I got so far in it, and then I rooted my phone and put a custom ROM on it, it, and the then, game you know? was gone. And ever since then, I've just been like, why I don't want to hear do the, the backups. Do 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 do. I don't want to hear the music. I I can't. So, all right. So my app is called Missile Defender. Uh, hold on, just just as a thing, I always choose Amazon apps because that's the only apps I buy. <laughs> the, the free app of the day. That a boy. Uh, so this is Missile Defender. I think it was out maybe a week ago or something like that. Is that um, the new a new version of it? I've then I've never played it before this, so I have no idea what the old version was. I be. used to have like an. You're old... thinking of Missile Command. Oh, it's like that though. It's a lot like that. No, there was a clone of it that I had on my original Droid way long ago. That yeah, Atari release or ah. has in the Amazon App Store a gotcha. a version of the Atari uh, classics that has a free version of Missile Command. I have so you're not version. totally off. This is kind of like that. It's a cool game. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's got it had good reviews, so I downloaded it and played, it, and it's been fun. I, I mean, it's it's worth. I don't know if I pay for it. I mean, I've got so many phone apps on my phone. I've got like you know, I'm, I mean, anyone who does the Amazon app thing for a year, you have well, do you apps by the time you're done? Do you not delete apps? Do you just? Oh yeah, no, I delete them, but I still have a lot of them. You know, what I mean, just because I haven't a lot of I try to I don't I try not to delete them until I at least open them up and like <laughs> give them five minutes. <laughs> I've done that a couple times. Yeah, and so I've still got like ten apps I haven't even opened up yet. I just gotta get around to doing it. So 
Nice. Oh, I, yeah. I'm now I'm going in. If I see a free app of the day, I actually sign up for it on the account, and uh, I'll say, okay, yep, I'll take it. And I may not even download it. I may just leave it sitting there. You guys but it are will, worse. It will than... Always be there if you want to download it. You guys are like right. hoarders. I thought hmm. I was bad. Well, I'm a digital hoarder. <laughs> I, I I was too, but not not like that. You make you make hoarding dirty, Julie. Yeah. Grace us, please. <laughs> um, I really like the Google Plus app and also PayPal PayPal app. Oh, I've never used the PayPal app. On. Honestly, yeah, well, that's that's how the majority of people pay for the Android beanies. So it's it's right. great to just be able to like check and check the balance. You know, hey, oh, someone yeah. bought something, I got more money. And that's <laughs> it's great that you say that because I won't even use the PayPal website anymore. Like I only use the app now. It's crazy. It's so much easier. Oh, it definitely is. Hmm. They've designed it very well, especially the newer updates of it. The new iterations of it are are very nice. Mm-hmm. And I what agree. was what was your other one? Google Plus app? Yeah, Google Plus. I use that all the time. It's so good, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it just from like taking pictures and knowing that they're there and then saying, I'll oh, share those two, delete those three. Done. Exactly. I love that too. You're going to love, if you get a device with Ice Cream Sandwich on it, you're going to love it because the gallery, like the editor in there, it's like Picasa. The th- I don't know if you use Picasa, but the things you can do in there to edit photos, you can do it on the phone now. It's so amazing. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that Google Plus app's good stuff. Especially if you have a phone with a front-facing camera, because then you can do the Hangout things and, and such. And those are good picks. Good picks. Hey, before we leave, before we end, I just saw that uh, Valve released a Steam Android app. That's yeah. You know, I finally, I fired up Steam. It hasn't been turned on in like two years. It was like, we need to update this and this. <laughs> and then it wanted to defrag my game files. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, Lord. But yeah. So it sounds like this is just, it sounds like it's actually a pretty robust app, but it's without the games. It does, you can do all your friends and see what they're playing. It's a and chat, popcorn. right? It's, you're not connecting to any games or running, or is that something to come? No, yeah, I don't. I mean, can you see that for tablets, like think, the Tegra think, stuff? Well, maybe you're, t- maybe some of that I don't Tegra know, but can stuff. These run, some of can that x eighty six programs run on. Uh, uh, no, you don't. I don't think you do it that way. I think they come out with a whole line of stuff specifically made for this interface. Oh, That's, so you mean you have to rebuy everything? No, not necessarily. I think they they want to just wouldn't. Can't you see like just different games? I, no, I think, they would never do that for free. Oh, you mean no? Oh, totally different games. Yeah, yeah use maybe. the Steam client as a, an in to their games, just like the Tegra thing that came on the Prime. You can go but into they be the, the Tegra same games you buy on the computer. Would like would they have a Portal Two game? Well, you, like in the Tegra thing, you go on the Prime, you go into the Tegra app thing, and then from there you can play all their games that take advantage of the Tegra cores. No, 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 no. I think that's a really interesting idea, Matt. I'm just saying, I'm wondering if they will. I mean, why I don't else? Think that's going to happen for a long time. But so it would we, be interesting to see if Steam could come up with its own game system, and then uh, if those, like, let's say, let's say two years from now, right? Like Mass Effect Three or something like that is still there. If like you could play. If you could just buy Mass Effect three once, or and then play both on your tablet, which is running, you know, uh, what if? Yeah, a lot of their games are keyboard mouse input. What if for the tablets you have your dock? There's your keyboard, right? You your dock has USB. There's your mouse. 
you have basically the equivalent of what's in a console at that point. So there's your you have your HDMI out. Now all no, of a know, sudden this is I think they have to really reprogram all those games for the different chips, right? I don't know. Well, what if you were able to hard uh, would that be? offer something like, oh, I don't know, World of Warcraft um for a tablet or a phone? Can you and you used Steam to sync it or something like Steam and you could just simply jump in on a lower res um, interface that's designed to be used under a touch. In other words, uh, a a different way of accessing the same type of cloud based game. Um, yeah. Another, you know, you're able to jump in, and if you're in, uh, I'm going to make up some names because I'm not a wower here. If you're in Dragon Ball Z Forest 12 Beta, thank you. Oh your- please, I don't, please don't have World of Warcraft fans email us angrily. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I all right. I like said. I, all right. I don't know anything about this, and I'm going to get shot by all my World of Warcraft friends. Stuff, but anyway, and you've got your level tw- quadruple Z five twelve major thing. Say level uh, they anyway, have uh, these games in the app market already. There's Anonia. There's a ton of games that do this. I'm just thinking that maybe Steam. It's their chance to maybe be like, well, we're going to do this, but we're going to do it better. Yeah, but, they, but, the, but the, the Steam's strength is the PC, right, gamers. The stream, oh, yeah. no, Steam's strength is having a PC that has the specs in it to play their games. Now we have these specs. That's what I'm saying. The specs have moved into this mobile thing. If I can take my tablet to a friend's house and hook it up to a TV, and now all four of us are playing online through this tablet like that's where i see them going with it well it'll be really it's really it'll be really interesting if i was if you were a steam ceo if you were gabe or something like that you know what i mean or val ceo and then you know and and the top you know echelons over there echelons what their what their plans are because i could see you know them developing their own totally different system for like android where they have different games or trying to develop trying to find ways to tie the hardware together, even if it's on different processors. You know I mean ARM versus x86, which I have no idea. I don't know the technology. Or the they could. I mean, do, I don't know the programming problems behind that, but I think they're pretty bad. I mean, I think they're pretty tough. They could do what Microsoft's trying to do with the Xbox and Windows Phone, also, if you think of it that way. Oh, you mean with their computer? Yeah, right. I, yeah, I don't know how that would work. But, Making it um, fluid from the phone to the Xbox to the PC. Yeah, maybe they could even you know it, that it might make more sense than for this to come out on Windows Phone. I mean, honestly, right? Well, I mean, and how many games? I have a friend that has an iPad too, and I have my Prime, and he's like, "Hey, download this game, and you know we'll play." And like, there's <laughs> very few games you can do that with, if any. Yeah. I haven't really found any, but he yeah. he seems to think there's one or two out there that you there have to some. connect. You can't do it. Can't you do it with that tank game? Tank World or something? Yeah, you can. can you on on the World iPad? I think World of Tanks you can. Because if you all you have to do is connect to a server and have the server serving one yeah. for that yeah, one. I'm pretty for sure this. World of Tanks it's called. I That's think. pretty awesome. All right, well, Julie, what's your shop again? Tell everyone to get awesome Android beanies so you can get flooded with more <laughs> more work. <laughs> Are you taking a vacation after this? Uh, no, I'm not. Um, I have some other Androidy type items I was I wanted to make, but hey, if, if people still want Android beanies, I'll make them all over the place. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, speaking of which, Julie, oh, no, uh, say the name of your website again, Julie, just so people we can hear it. Oh, it's a uh, it's uh, handmade of awesome on Etsy. Okay. Uh, on your profile on Etsy, 
It says that you have the blood of unicorns running through your uh, uh, running through your veins. I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how does one get unicorn blood through their veins? <laughs> he's got a spell he's been trying to cast, and that's the last <laughs> ingredient. I need uh, it for my Dragon Ball Z mage. Kumeyaneyane. <laughs> 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 I think I think it's just something that you have to be born with. I don't. You can't just get it. It's like tiger blood, Joey. Yeah, you have to be really awesome. Or you have to kill somebody that's really awesome and take theirs. Right, exactly. But killing people that is awesome is is really difficult because they're They're, so awesome. They're so awesome. It's and if if you were that awesome, you would have the blood. But since you're not, yeah. So don't even try. Don't even try. So anyway, this week on Attack of the Unicorns. <laughs> Julia, thank you for joining us. I enjoyed having you a lot. So, hey, No problem. It was great being here. Yeah, the beanies are awesome. I can't wait they are. to have okay. a nice one to slip my prime into. It's very exciting. <laughs> uh, as usual, attackoftheandroids.com. Go to etsy.com and search for Android or Awesome or Julie. I don't know if that will come up. Handmade of awesome, but all those <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah. Handmade of awesome will do it as well. And tell, well, <laughs> throw out a few other things. What else do you make? It's not just Android beanies and atheist gloves for Seth, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've got all kinds of like crochet, flowery hair clips. I don't have them up on there right at this exact second, but um, I have them, and they're they're pretty cute. But I'll probably put them up here in the next week or so. And knit or crocheted? Um. They're mostly crocheted, but I also do knit. I just um, have so many Android beanies going on. I don't have really any knit, knitting time to do so. And the, those are knit, not crocheted. Uh, the, the beanies actually are crocheted. Ah, they are. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. And if people want just random stuff or hemp stuff, do you do hemp or just this stuff? <laughs> of course, Matt's gonna ask the hemp question. No, I just want her to be as busy as possible. I'm just How there. You go, you hemp, Julie. That's what we really want right to know. There. Hold on, I said hemp. I didn't say do you want to smoke pot. Jesus, guys, <laughs> hemp is if legit. I can get my hands, if, if I can get my hands on the material, I'll make it out or whatever you want. That's fantastic. You can buy okay, hemp. So in... we need to have Matt get a set of hemp a- atheists. You can buy right hemp there. in stores. It's not what you guys are. <laughs> uh, clearly not botanist, Julie. Clearly not botanist. All right. Well, that's planted. That's going to do it for us. You can leave a message for any of these shows that we all participate in at four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. For this one specifically, check out our site. It's brand new. I built it. Attackoftheandroids dot com. Uh, you can email us. Do we, do we do email here? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, email show at attackoftheandroids dot com. Uh, oh man, and I just want to say you can email my hair at Seth's hair at gmail. <laughs> no, <laughs> now you have to make that Seth's hair at gmail dot com. You shouldn't <laughs> have said. You, right you, should, <laughs> you can always add Seth's hair to your circles on Google Plus. <laughs> it has a page. God, can we please? Just can, search right, for Harry Seth. Can we please? Sign up for that. Your hair needs a Facebook page, a Twitter account, and a Google Plus, and my <laughs> life will be complete. <laughs> I need to do this before Eric does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you better, 
you better get on it soon. By the time his bits get there, it's gonna be next week. So do I, they probably don't. Do they? Do, can you put apostrophe? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna make my cat a Twitter also. So just keep that in mind. And, oh great! Uh, a whole bunch of Twitter that all it says is meow. We talk to you guys every Thursday, of course. Check out all of our writing at GroovyPost.com. We write reviews and tech how tos and news and such. Check out our other sister site, NewDomain.net. Over there, got all sorts of cool stuff written, and uh, click on stuff, look at stuff, view stuff, because that makes money for people, and that would be fantastic. All of us, uh, Matt Lee and Joey Kelly and Julie. It's been a pleasure, Seth, Seth's hair, and Eric, and Jeremy will be back next week, hopefully, and we'll talk to you guys then. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out online at attackoftheandroids.com.